welcome back to episode two. Thank you so much for all your feedback. We really appreciate it. All right, so let's start episode two. So today we're going to be talking all about mental health, anxiety, depression, kind of what we went through during the pandemic, as well as, you know, what we went through throughout the past few years uh, with our mental health. Jess and I have always pretty much struggled a little bit with our mental health. Especially me, the past two years have been really hard for me. I'll just explain kind of my story with my mental health. So I, I think I would say like I'm pretty much always like a very happy person until I'd say last year COVID hit. Uh, I know that a lot of people have been struggling within the last, I'd say, two years. I mean, we've been living in uncertainty and very different times. We've never been through or experienced things like this before. My anxiety got really bad last year when I tested positive for COVID. So I tested positive for COVID last December. And I think after I tested positive... Sorry, you're talking about 2019, correct? Well, yeah, 2019 going into 2020 is when it got really bad curfews we were locked in our houses my anxiety kind of surrounds itself around fear of not being able to escape so like being locked in my house not being able to go for a walk makes me super anxious and it's crazy to think that like I always think oh my god this is so embarrassing and now so many people can relate to this Uh, I'm definitely much better the root of the problem is gone I'm much better back on my feet. Are you talking about COVID or the guy? (laughs) (laughs) A little bit of both. Luckily, I didn't have it as bad as some people caught it, but it definitely played a toll on me mentally. So again, definitely in a much better place right now. I still do struggle with my anxieties here and there, but I've gotten a lot better. And that's definitely takes time, takes a lot of like self-love, self-work, meditation, reading books, journaling, going outside at least 20 minutes a day being outdoors getting fresh air so that like made it all better I mean I'm not gonna lie and say that I don't still struggle I definitely still you know struggle with things but uh but you want to go a little bit more in depth too of like like what made your like you had your COVID and then what happened I didn't want to get out of bed I was really like in a dark dark Mm -hmm. place hated my job terrified to leave the house terrified to do a lot of things and I think like now that I look back at it it's like 100% completely normal the more people you talk to the more you're like okay cool like I wasn't alone when I was going through that but I got all the help I needed I'm back up on my feet and I'm better than ever so I'm really proud of myself um it wasn't easy no it wasn't but I am where I am and I'm in a good place now so I'm really happy yeah, I agree. Like, also, like, seeing Karina in that was, was really different, too, because she's definitely struggled with anxiety with different situations, but it was really more because of so certain thing, and, like, we knew where it was rooting from, but mm-hmm. with COVID, it was just coming out of nowhere. There was the depression aspect as well. It just became heavy, and just you couldn't get out of bed. Like Yeah, wasn't... like, I definitely wasn't myself. No, you weren't yourself. Um, but I think I was unhappy with a lot of things in yeah. my life at the time. It wasn't just based around COVID Um, I think I was like living in denial thought I was happy for such a long time but anyways we'll get into all of that relationship stuff in our next episode I'm glad that I went through what I went through it taught me a lot of things I've grown from it I've become a stronger person mentally physically 
uh, emotionally. Physically? You've been working out? (laughs) Definitely not. I don't work out, guys. I'm just going to put that out there right now. I don't work out. I should work out. I need to work out. But... We didn't even talk... We're not even going to talk about it right now. What? (laughs) When you broke your ribs. Oh, my God. Guys, yes. That was part of my... Also, my depression. Like, I was... Okay, let's just briefly go over this. A few months ago, I thought I had COVID again. I tested like three times. It was negative every single time. I ended up having like the worst bronchitis, pneumonia, sinus infection. I don't know what the hell I caught, but I think it was like the sickest I have ever been in my whole entire life. I was coughing so much that I fractured three of my ribs. Finally, after like literally like a month and a half, I thought I was getting better and I decided, you know what, I'm going to try working out on my lunch break because I work from home. Yeah, I, no, that just did not work. I ended up in the hospital for like two days. I broke my ribs to be on like bed rest practically, couldn't sit, couldn't do anything. It was like the worst pain ever. Anyways, it is what it is. We live and we learn and now you're all healed. (laughs) I'm actually afraid to work out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's an excuse or am I lazy? Probably. Possibly um, as well. But that's also, it's part of COVID right now. Like, who has the energy to work out? I don't have the energy to do anything. I get out yeah. of bed at like 7.45. I start work at 8. I'm just like going to work in like my pajamas and my sweatpants. I'm just like, home. whatever. I don't even care. God forbid I have a meeting. I'm just like, oh shoot, what am I going to do? I have like a cute shirt next to me that I'll just throw on no makeup um no makeup never like whatever but definitely something in 2022 that I told myself that I wanted to start doing more of was definitely working out um you know eating healthier working out taking care of myself getting not not because I like need to lose weight or anything but just like you know to get fit to get in shape for myself uh to be a healthier person I mean living alone you know sometimes you're just like Ugh, I'm alone like whatever I'm not gonna cook or I'll just like eat whatever I find in the fridge yeah. um it's not always the healthiest things like um, what did you eat tonight <laughs> let's not talk about our dinner tonight Jess she had a bowl of cereal I night. had a bowl of cereal in all defense on Tuesday nights when we are filming it's really difficult to like cook up a storm mm-hmm. uh yesterday I cooked up a storm though liking to cook I love cooking now ever since I well since before I moved out I started like getting into the cooking and Mm -hmm. stuff but now more than ever I'm like obsessed with cooking I was more of like a baker now I'm definitely like a cooker baker what's your go-to meal for now I love poke bowls oh yeah, that's like my go-to I think like a lot of Asian cuisine Mm -hmm. so yeah cooking that's definitely and how does cooking make you feel happy I just you just see me catching like you know in my fridge uh looking for cool ingredients and then I'm just pause what are you doing while you're cooking blasting music (laughs) (laughs) if anyone needs to know anything about Karina is she cannot live without her music by her side there is always music blasting when she's like working and she has to not have it yeah I cannot live without music there's always music so yeah so music is definitely my life I always have it playing if I'm getting ready if I'm home alone if I'm cooking if I'm cleaning you know when you come here my music's always blasting so yeah but music's always been a really big part of my life Mm -hmm. Uh, I grew up a singer since I was literally three years old my parents put me in like singing lessons she has a great voice by the way I hope one day you'll all hear her but definitely not (laughs) my singing career is over uh now you can just catch me singing in the shower or if we're going on a long car ride i don't think people are going to be in your shower karina (laughs) well eventually somebody will (laughs) one day anyways back to the topic of depression anxiety um music 
food? How does that, like, those things help you? Definitely helps me change my perspective of things. Cleaning. I'm obsessed with cleaning. Um, Which is also... Vacuum, like, three times a day. Something (laughs) that you have to maybe work with Yeah. So, definitely uh, keeping yourself busy. Like, honestly, doing things. I I was always a type of person that was like, everyone's always like find a hobby, do stuff. What am I supposed to do? Until I realized, okay, well, now I live alone. I have two dogs. I have a lot of responsibilities. So that really helped me grow as a person too. Like um, having so many things to be responsible for, they always keep me busy. Like my dogs keep me busy. My house keeps me busy. I'm cleaning. When I'm not cleaning, I'm cooking. When I'm not cooking, I'm I'm always, I'm working, (laughs) literally. Uh, I'm always busy. So If you're in a dark place right now, my piece of advice is keep yourself busy. Go out for a walk, go out for a drive, Mm -hmm. listen to music, cook, search up a new recipe, try something Mm -hmm. new. If you have to listen to a pod, listen to our podcast. Yeah. There you go. Listen to our podcast, self care, take a bath, crochet, anything that you do, an artistic activity, paint. Oh my God, painting. Honestly, I love painting. I don't do much of it. <laughs> You're like, what? She's not good. But, but no, I'm not good. I never said I was good. Yeah. I said I love it, but I never said I was good. I am the worst at arts and crafts. I failed art in high school like three times. Like, oh my god. Yeah. But um just keep yourself busy. If there's ever like something that you've been wanting to do or try, like now is the time. I know like mm-hmm. people are like, What the hell are you talking about, Karina? Like everything is shut. How am I supposed to do what I want to do? Mm-hmm. Think about things that you can do that don't involve going out. Is there like a closet in your house that's like a complete disaster? Clean it. Organize it. Is there, uh, I don't know, a book you've been dying to read? Go order it on Amazon. Read the damn book. Mm -hmm. Journal. Journaling has helped me. I journal every single day. I have the five-minute journal. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yoga. Go on YouTube. You don't have to go take a yoga class. Go on YouTube. Look at, like, remember when we were during COVID? Uh, When I had COVID, I think. Like, yes. during the last few days, we did yeah. a yoga thing together. Yeah, on, on FaceTime, you know, like, get one of your friends. And if yeah. you're, you know, you don't have to put pressure on yourself either. You could do a 10-minute yoga session, you know, five. Yeah. Just, just even get, like, stretching. Just yeah, move bit. your body. Like, moving your body is definitely going to help. Get out of bed. If, if, that's, if that's your only thing to do and that's what's, like, the hardest thing in your day, which I understand it's really hard sometimes to just yeah. get out of bed. It was the worst for me. I could not get out of bed. Yeah. Like, I did not want to get out of bed. I just, like, closed my drapes, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not leaving my bed today. I don't want to get up. There is no reason for me mm-hmm. to get up, and that is the worst thing you can do for yourself. I will mm-hmm. promise you that the more you tell yourself, ugh, there's no point. Like, yeah, no, I'm not getting out of bed. Like, there's nothing yeah. to look forward to. That's where you draw the line and you say, stop. There are so many things to look forward to. Mm. And mm. no one is expecting anything of you other than yourself right now. You yeah. just you might have a lot of expectations for yourself and you might be pushing yourself. You might feel like you're not doing enough because, you know, you could be doing all of those activities that Karina named, but you don't have the motivation to do it. Yeah. That's okay. You know, just pick one small thing. If it's to read one page, one, you know, to not go on Instagram because that's what triggers your anxiety yeah definitely put the phone down it's not gonna help something else you could do is buy a plant Mm -hmm. get a plant take care of the plant yeah if you're thinking like oh i can't even take care of myself you know i need something else to motivate me to get up in the Mm -hmm. morning get a a plant don't give yourself responsibility don't get something that's super hard to handle right away (laughs) like don't get a cactus it's a little tricky (laughs) no cactus is okay well depends who you are 
I can't. I cannot keep a cactus alive. See, I, I can't though. I can't keep a regular plant alive, except for the one behind you. That I don't know how that's still alive. But you know, let's not You're jinx doing it. Knock on wood. You're doing better. I have become a greener thumb because mm. did you see my plant in my living room? It's literally wow. The monstera that I gave you. Yeah, it's stunning. And you gave it to me with I think I had two, two or two leaves. Two. I now have four, four or five. five. Good. Um. So she is like. Mm, Thriving, but you see that could be you too you know so you're just giving you that it gives you something to look forward to something to look forward so. to if it's just you're watering it you're maybe watering it once a week yeah you know just that or once a month but i would i would do something that you have to water once a week so that you feel like you're doing something and if it dies it dies like you get another one okay <laughs> yeah because don't put so much pressure on yourself and then this is the thing i'm keeping alive and then it dies yeah it's very possible you might not have the right lighting anyways we can talk about we can talk about plants all all day long, but crazy plant lady over there. She even looks like a plant right now. I, look like a, I blend in with the plant behind me. Very green thumb. But I no, do you just you know like don't put too much pressure on you. Don't take yourself too seriously too. If you get a plant and it dies, it dies. You get a new one. Mm-hmm. You restart. You know you'll just be better the next time. Yeah, so. us humans are kind of like plants. Basically, if you forget to water yourself, <laughs> you die. You die. <laughs> well, we're not going to die, but there will be days where they will be hard. Yeah. Uh, dark days, hard days. You need sunlight. You need the water. Yeah. Drink a lot of water. That's another thing, too. Like Drinking water is actually proven to give you energy. Yeah. I learned that from someone who was constantly like, didn't drink your water today. You didn't <laughs> drink your water. And I'm just like, yeah, whatever. And if it's like, I know, we're supposed to drink like two liters but it's a day true. or whatever. But if you can't drink two liters at first, you just drink a little bit at a time. Just drink a, a cup more. I know some people who don't even drink a little bit of water. That's me. I convinced my grandparents I'm like terrible drink at water. drinking water. I at need 83 to drink years water. old, they never drank enough water. And I'm like, drink water, drink a glass of water. Did you drink your glass of water? I'm trying to convince 80-year-olds to drink water. So yeah. I think I can convince you younger population to drink your glasses of water too all right so that's another thing that definitely helps you get keep energized and obviously your body needs it too if you're anxious and you're not eating enough or you're you're not drinking enough water Mm -hmm. your body's gonna feel like shit yeah for sure you know already your mental state feels like shit but then your body also feels like shit and that's not gonna help yeah so from my experience those are my tips this is my ideal day i finish work at 5 p.m I come upstairs, I have a glass of wine, I sit in my bathtub, and I listen to a podcast. You guys should do the same. And when I say podcast, listen to our podcast. Unless you're underage. Oh, yeah. If you're under 18, just put juice. Juice. (laughs) Pretend. Pretend. You can do it in a wine glass, just juice. Yeah. But, yeah, for sure. I think that's, you know, you you find what works for you. But, yeah, definitely taking care of yourself is going to make you feel better about yourself. So, yeah, that's my experience. Those are my tips and tricks. So what about you, Jess? Tell us about your mental health journey. journey. I know you've been also going through a really rough patch. And, uh, guys, I just want to say again, like, it's okay to open up and talk about your issues. Definitely, if you are somebody who's going through a really, really dark time, you feel depressed, you feel anxious, talk to someone about it. Talk to mm-hmm. us. Um, send us an email. Send us a DM on Instagram. I mean, we're here exactly for that. Um, but if you feel like you're really in a bad place, don't just sit there and do nothing. 
talk to someone, seek help, go to a uh, a hospital, go to a therapist, get help. And and I'm going to mention this now while we're on the subject. If you are feeling like suicidal or something like that, there are like there's suicide action Montreal. You can always call. You just Google it, and they, there's people who will talk to you anonymously. They won't ask you too many questions about yourself. And just if you just need someone to talk to in mm-hmm. that moment, and you you don't have someone, or you don't feel comfortable talking to your cousin or your sister or your mom or dad or your whoever friends, you know yeah. your friends about it. You can talk to someone anonymously. Yeah. And, uh, We're definitely going to link a few numbers of uh, helplines help and hotlines that you can yeah. call if you're feeling really down or depressed. If you're at any point in your life where you feel suicidal, um, call 911 or call the uh, hotlines that we'll be placing below in our YouTube uh, channel. And also, if it, not only for you, but if there's someone that you know who is is feeling suicidal or who has talked to you about Mm -hmm. it and you feel like you don't know what to do or or you're questioning it you can also call these kinds of hotlines as well and they Mm -hmm. will help you another thing that i just really want to say um a lot of people feel very um embarrassed when they're like oh my god you see a therapist oh my god like are you crazy seeing a therapist is completely normal there is like absolutely nothing wrong with talking to someone and and you'd be surprised how many people see therapists. Uh, yeah. Quite a huge percentage of, of, pe- of the population see therapists. The happiest people see yeah. therapists. See therapists. So... It could be for anything and everything. Like, it doesn't need to be because you have mental health issues. It could be just because you're going through something in life mm-hmm. that you need to talk about, that you've experienced, you know? So it could be for anything. Yeah. You know? And, and it doesn't have to be... You don't have to tell everyone that you go see a therapist either. If you want to keep it to yourself, great. Yeah, but, but we just don't want people to be, like, embarrassed, embarrassed to say that they're seeing a therapist because there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. It's completely healthy. It's completely normal. And honestly, it's recommended. Yeah. So if you're going through something right now, get a therapist. Yeah. I've had a hard time finding a good therapist. It takes it takes a couple tries, and, and don't get discouraged. It is easy to get discouraged um, when you don't find the right one and you feel mm-hmm. like, oh, it was a good fit, but mm, something happened. So don't get too discouraged. You know, take your time and find the right person for you. It's like a significant other. You have to find someone who's great for you and is a good fit with you. Yeah. Um, so take that time too. you know, try around. And I, that's something I need to learn from too. I've, I stopped to see, a, I stopped seeing a therapist uh, a couple of years back when COVID hit and I haven't found one since. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to look for that and like obviously evaluate your mental state see like you know you might have some people around you who can help you in the meantime I'm lucky enough to have a very supportive boyfriend and cousin who are very open to hearing about all the crap that I have going on in my life yeah but I'm also at a point in my life where my anxiety has gotten a lot better my anxiety started I I was diagnosed with anxiety at 13 years old I believe mm-hmm. yeah so I was diagnosed super young yeah so, so we both went through a traumatic time in our lives where we lost a cousin yeah so we lost our cousin that we were very close to um she passed away when she was 18 years old um so yeah, yeah that's kind of when our mental health issues really started yeah, and um, I also that same year I had my parents get divorced. Get divorced. So it was a lot going on in yeah. your life, Jess, definitely. Yeah. yeah, so that's when I was having, I also, so it was the beginning of high school. Uh, I was going to a new school. I was going to a place where no one I knew was going. So anyways, a whole bunch of things happened in the same year, and it got really bad. And then I was forced 
to see a therapist. So yeah. that's where things became a little bit heavy for me, and that's where I had had a hatred for therapy um, at a young age because mm-hmm. I was like, why am I being forced to see a therapist when I'm fine? You yeah. Know? Um, You were kind of, like, in denial. You didn't want to admit that, like, you know, you were going through things. Yeah, and I didn't understand what was going on, you know? Like, I was 12 years old. I I was also the one to tell my brothers that my cousin had passed away. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That was, that was really hard for you. Yeah, and I was, I was, like, I was, I was at the scene of of everything. That was... I was brought to the scene. So, you know, anyways, I had, like, quite a bit of trauma growing up, and that caused a lot of anxiety, that was never really mentioned to anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got bullied in high school, which... Yeah, that was like the icing on the cake for you. That was the icing on the cake. It was really tough to go through high school. Like, that was the hardest part of my life. Mm-hmm. And so I was just struggling. And then I finally realized what it really was, what was going on. And I finally started to cope with it a little bit more on my own. Yeah, you were kind of accepting the fact that, like, you know... It's I was happening. Human. It's yeah. I need to start like taking care of myself and mm-hmm. and I think that's like the first step though, like realizing yeah. that you know you need help and there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like I had seen, I had like then decided I was gonna go see therapists, but on my own, I was gonna choose them. I was going to say when I was done seeing them, and so I had tried quite a few different ter- therapists, and and then I started noticing like okay. I'm feeling better. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to understand myself. And you know, like, it's a rocky, a rocky road. You're young, you're a teen. Like, I didn't know what was happening in my life. I didn't know where it was going, you know. A lot and, of things are happening to our bodies when we're, like, at that age, like, hormonal, yeah. emotional. And, I, like, and on top of it, I had period problems, like, really, really, really bad when I was young. Like, mm-hmm. I had to go on birth control at a young age, too. Yeah, I remember that. That and was, like, I was really bad. not going to school because I was sick to my stomach because of my periods. So I had a lot going on in high school that, that triggered me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then after, it just kept getting worse with my parents' divorce. Um, and I had made, like, really big decisions to, like, stay with my mom and things. Like, I was being, becoming really independent at a young age, and I decided to take care of myself a little bit more and to learn about my body, mm-hmm. and only at 23, I actually started medication for my anxiety. Okay. I decided to get onto medication for my anxiety because it was the best for me because I had lost complete control. Yeah. It started coming back and I was starting to notice that I couldn't deal with it on my own. Like it was way too heavy. You know, there's so many transitions in life that you can't deal with mm-hmm. and that it was just too heavy. And I was like putting that on a lot of other people. I was miserable. Um, and are you still on these medications? I am still on medication. Okay. Um, if you don't mind, we just talk about the medication. Yeah. A lot of people will say, like, oh, my God, I, you know, like, my doctor wants me to go on medication. Yeah. I'm afraid to go on medication. I'm afraid I'm going to gain weight. I'm afraid people are going to think, like, oh, my God, like, what are they going to think of me? Yeah. Um, what do you, like, what do you say about this? Did you gain weight? Like, what do you yeah. feel? Side effects? Like, what happened to you with that? I was super afraid. I had never even, when my doctor told me, I should start medication. She had told me like a year before and right away I broke down in tears in her office. I remember you called me right after that appointment. You're like, I don't know what to do, Karina. Like, I was, do I go on it? Do I not? Like, I'm, I really need help right now and I feel like this is going to help me. The first time she mentioned it, I didn't even tell anyone right away because I was like, 
they're gonna think I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. I think like, you told me though. Yeah, I probably told you. Like when you say you didn't tell anyone, like yeah, I always Karina, count, right? <laughs> Karina always counts. When I don't tell anyone, Karina knows. Um, it was a tough decision. Right away when she told me that, I had broken down into tears. I was hyperventilating. It really caused me anxiety. I was mm-hmm. like, what the hell? So you I got anxiety. Thinking of, thinking of the fact that you're going to have to go on anxiety medication. I couldn't, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't think. My relationships were shit because all I kept thinking is all, all of the things that they said they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this didn't go well. Oh, my God. Did they mean this by this? My mind was always racing, not yeah. stop. And I could not get rid of it. And it was mm-hmm. for years that I had just been dealing with that. Well, that's part of anxiety and depression, right? The fear yeah. of, like, not being good enough, right? Yeah. And the constant, like, overthinking everything, right? Yeah. So repeating those uh, stories and those comments that people have made to you yeah. over and over. And, you know, making scenarios convincing in your yourself. head. Convincing yourself that, oh, my God, am I really this way? Am yeah. I really a bad person? Did I do that? Oh, my God, did they think this about me? Oh, did that? So it just... It was eating me up inside. Yeah. And so when she told me that, I was like, she knows. Mm-hmm. She knows I'm fucked up. Like, yeah. that's what I had told myself. It couldn't be super hard to realize yeah. that, that, you, like, that you have mental health problems. Admitting it is very hard. Admitting is very hard. And, like, you know, you think that you've been dealing with it great and fine for most of your life. And then all of a sudden, bam, it hits you in the face. And... You know, it's, it's causing a lot of problems everywhere in your life. Yeah. So They say admitting is the first step, though. <laughs> it was. It was the first step. And honestly, the medication, I was petrified. I decided a year later when she brought it up again. And um, I was like, okay, I think I'm going to do a little bit more research and then I'll get back to you. And I started it and built, you know, it, that there was side effects. I can't lie. And there was, there was side effects. Did you gain weight? No, okay. I didn't gain weight. A lot of people actually, are afraid of that. That's I why. actually finally got to a stable place okay. in my weight because before it was always fluctuating. Um, so I finally got to a stable position in my weight there. I didn't sleep a little bit at the beginning. I had some like, you know, it actually caused a little bit of anxiety at the beginning. <laughs> It takes a few time, like a it few takes, months for it, it to kick in, right? Not a few months. No, no, no. A few, no, weeks, a few weeks. Or so. Okay, a few weeks. A few weeks. It can take like one to two weeks to, to, to finally kick in and to, to make your body get used to it. And that's mm-hmm. why it's very important if you do start medication, not to stop it right away on okay. your own. Because um, there are side effects sometimes. It's all up to you and your doctor. Um, you There's a whole bunch of things to try before you go on medication. And it's really up to you to see if it's the best option. And if you have any questions about the subject of mental health and motivation definitely feel free to contact us for sure this is definitely something that we'll be talking about uh on several other episodes thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you next tuesday we look forward to it bye bye for now bye guys